0: What's up, loves? Thank you for joining Lord, the good fight in an ugly world. I'm Melinda and you know what it is. (laughs) As always, if you're deciding to tune into me, I'm always grateful because you're choosing to spend some of your time and energy with me and I know the options are infinite. Thank you from the depths of my soul. It's appreciated more than you could ever know. Um, I hope everyone is having a good week. Mine's going good so far, working through the trauma and getting to somewhere that feels comfortable for me. It's a new normal. I'm not bitter and I don't hold hate in my heart. Some things are forgivable. You should let go of it. But then there are some things that shouldn't be let go, some things deserve vengeance. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's life. If I don't speak about it, then nobody will. And if they do, it's going to be watered down and it's going to miss the mark. That just doesn't sit right with me. Trust me, I tried to just let everything go and go on with my life. The Lord wasn't having that, though. It was made clear to me that I was given strength and a voice to speak on the crimes against humanity that are happening. Not just for my children or myself, but for all the children. The lost voices, the women like me who didn't have the strength I have. For all the boys and men who needed a mother and father who weren't there. I get it and understand it because I've lived through it. It's not glam- It's not glamorous, but it's my life. I don't have a problem taking responsibilities for my actions and my part. One thing I refuse to do, though is take on others, people, hey, other people's heinous actions and the part they played in my story. What you do in the dark and how you treat others when no one else is around is who you are. Don't mistake that for the lies you feed yourself. Before I continue my story, I wanted to bring up a couple points I forgot last episode. I'm always being treated as if I'm the criminal or the bad guy. Yep, I had an unregistered gun that had the serial number scratched off, and I got it from the streets. Most definitely, those are facts. The detective asked me, why did you have the gun? My response was, because I was tired of, quote, unquote, men trying to get bad with me. It wasn't just my ex that thought they could get tough with me. It was neighbors. It was Tamarack's maintenance boy. I guess being a single woman made these boys think I was prey and that they had the right to be aggressive with me, and that's just not the case. I most definitely have the right to protect myself and children by any means necessary. Your fake laws don't mean shit to me when my life or my children's lives are on the line. I honestly forgot I even had that gun. Luckily, my son didn't forget about it, though. Mm, I was called a snitch because my son and myself caught no charges. We caught... No charges because we did nothing wrong and the Lord is on our side. Believe it or don't, it is what it is. If those detectives could have charged us, they would have with no questions asked. I'm not very liked in Billings, Montana. Somebody I was close to was giving them and others false information about me. I was being watched. I'm not sure if you know about or are aware of uh, National Security Agency or SIMP System Integrity Management Platform. Um, Apparently, the U.S. government has limited rights in this software and all derivatives thereof. All it takes for... This software to be linked to your phone is you using somebody's Wi-Fi. Then that gives them access to your phone and everything you do and have done on your phone. It gives them full access. They can override you. They can send shit out and act like they're you. You wouldn't even know what's happening. I know this because it happened to me. The detectives and whoever else knew exactly what was going on with me in my life. They even possibly let an unstable individual have access to all my personal info and run amok. I thought I was going crazy. Nope, it was all real. Anyways, back to the story. So we get home the same night of the shooting and have to explain to my two youngest children what happened. They were just happy we were safe and home with them. Billings is a small town. So word got around about what happened. Everyone had an opinion about a bit sh- about shit they didn't even know about. They was thumb thugging hella hard. Donor number two was the one who got arrested. He got shot in the neck, then pointed my son out, told a false story about what happened, went to the hospital, then went to jail. Apparently donor number two's family and people were mad about what happened and were running their dick suckers, which I didn't give a fuck about. I dropped my address and let it be known. If anyone was feeling any type of way, they most definitely could come see me and we could handle it. I was never hard to find and continued to do the same shit I did prior to the shooting. I'm always down to fight as long as you ain't gonna go run and call the cops after I beat your ass. You can't be the aggressor then when I serve you and beat that ass then go and try and press charges on me. That's not how it works. That shit has happened to me. I didn't give a fuck everyone was talking shit about me. That ain't nothing new. But having my son's name in your mouth is a problem for me. Everyone was trying to run his name through the mud. That's when I had to speak up. For the record, we're not just some gun-toting thugs that shoot at anything that moves. My son was taught gun safety and how to use a gun. He's actually a level-headed kid. He didn't just come out the room shooting. Motherfuckers, I have you believe in that, though. Like, the bullshit that comes out of these motherfuckers' mouths. He prayed before the shooting even happened. The Lord obviously gave him the go, or he wouldn't have did it. Or he wouldn't have did what he did. But y'all didn't know that Back to the harassment and retaliation. Yeah, we got off with no charges because it had to do with domestic violence. That didn't stop my rental company, Tamarack Property Management of Billings, Montana, to illegally kick me out. This incident gave them the perfect opportunity to do what they were trying to do forever. I have proof of everything. The property managers of Southern Lights, the apartments I was living at, Jackie Pentland and Michelle Fjell, Fjell, of Billings, Montana, were there after the shooting took place because their maintenance lady informed them about what happened. We looked right at each other. I'm pretty sure they talked to the cops and detectives, so they were aware of the situation. They were being rude, unprofessional, and stupid bitches as usual. Even after that day, I seen both of them several times. They never said one word to me. They just gave me dirty looks and continued to be unprofessional. I lost my mailbox key in the month of May. So I didn't have access to my mail. I wasn't really worried about it because I had so much going on. Plus Tamarack was always putting eviction letters, maintenance letters, and everything else they wanted to see, they wanted me to see on my door. Then after the shooting, all that suddenly stopped. They started sending everything through the mail, which I didn't have access to. I kept paying my rent and doing what I was, what I always did. Tamarack never fixed anything I needed fixed. I told them about a mold problem in the bathroom several times. They didn't care. They turned off my heat in the winter and left it like that for a while. My kitchen window had bullet holes in it from the shooting and they never fixed it. What they did... Do was mysteriously raise my rent in the month of May twenty eighteen after the shooting out of nowhere to so like two hundred and something dollars from May to July or August I believe I had no income and my Section Eight or it's HUD there Housing Authority of Billings caseworker Kate Ferguson of Billings Montana was conspiring was conspiring with Michelle Fjell, F-J-E-L-L, I'm not really sure how to say it, to kick me out. I have the emails between them. This isn't something I'm just making up. I believe they raised my rent so I could pay for the windows they never fixed. I only knew about the rent increase because they gave me an eviction notice on my door. I finally got a new mailbox key and seen all the bullshit I was sent by Tamarack. They were trying to evict me because they said I was doing illegal activity and that's why the shooting happened, which was a lie. Then they said I was holding the apartment hostage. There's so many fucked up layers to this story. I eventually got served papers for court from Tamarack. The lawyer representing them was Michael Usselber of Usselber Law Firm PLLC of Billings, Montana. This is the same lawyer that represented donor number two when the state brought charges against him for domestic violence in one of me and donor number two's situations. See, that's fucked up too because I told them, like, I didn't want to press charges, but it didn't matter. To me, that seems like a conflict of interest. It's one of many. When I say that seems like a conflict of interest, I'm talking about this shitty lawyer, Unsel- Usselber, representing Tamarack in the case against me. I represented myself because for one, I didn't have money for a lawyer. And for two, nobody knows my story like me. I was naive, naive to think they would follow the rules even after everything I've been through. I wanted to believe justice would be served. That's laughable, right? Well, I feel like it is now, That I'm in a good place. I filed a counterclaim and responded to their claim. I got all my proof together. Never once did I hear from Michael Usselberg. Legally, he was supposed to reach out to me, give me his evidence, and let me know of his witnesses, which he didn't. Yellowstone Justice Court Judge David A. Carter of Billings, Montana, was the judge we were going before. On the day of court, we got there early, myself and my oldest son. Nobody was there. Then here comes Michael Usselberg, Jackie Pentland, and Michelle Gell. F-J-E-L-L. Being rude, racist, unprofessional, late, and smug, which is who they always are. I got up and gave Michael Usselberg all my evidence. He acted like a little hoe with this small-ass suit. I sat back down, and I heard them laughing and acting like some high school girls. (laughs) Shit's funny. There were eight people in the court that day. Myself, my oldest son, the court cop, the lady that types everything, Michael Usselberg, Jackie Pentland, Michelle jail and the judge david a carter they had evidence that they got illegally because tamarack property management will enter your apartment illegally without you knowing they will take pictures then use them in court i actually have a police report from 2013 proving this which i put in my evidence both Jackie and Michelle got on the stand under oath and blatant, blatantly lied. I was representing myself, so I got to question them. I asked both of them that they do realize they're under oath, and they said yes, but continue to lie in front of us and the Lord. I almost made Jackie Pentland cry, and Michelle Jill was being more of a bitch than usual because she felt tough, like she had some backing behind her. So, and she obviously knew what was going to happen. Because they're all friends. I wasn't aware of this at the time. Once I realized this was not going to go in my favor, I was done. I took the stand with my evidence and gave it to the judge. He didn't care. I had a letter I wrote to the, I think. FDA I have to look at my I forgot what uh, program it was but I wrote a letter to them because of everything that was going on I had looked it up and it said that you should get a hold of them and I I don't know I'm not I have to um, fact check on that one but I think about yeah, yeah anyways I'm sorry I'm getting stuck on that but I wrote a letter about all the racism harassment and retaliation and I had um, put it in my evidence and Unsilber was like that's just something she wrote insinuating that the letter wasn't true and I was lying that annoyed me and I said that's not just something I wrote this is my life I'm a lot of things, but a liar isn't one of them. Then the judge had the nerve to be like, you shouldn't be penalized for domestic violence, but then penalizes me for it. Needless to say, I lost, and David A. Carter ruled in their favor. We had to be out of the apartment on October 31st, 2018, by 8 p.m., Which that doesn't make sense either because I'm like, why would I have to be out by 8 p.m.? Like, don't you think it would be 12 a.m.? I don't know. There's just a lot of things that don't, they just don't make sense. Like, there's just a lot of layers to the story. Later on, I realized they were all friends and associated with each other. It's funny because there's this thing online and, um... David A. Carter and Michael Unselber did and or do teach a course together. And it's, uh, it's in, it's Yellowstone Property Managers, Managers Association. It says making Yellowstone County a better place to live and work. It says, legal review what every property manager should know. And it was on Saturday, 21st, October 2017. And this is just uh, the little, like, what they have on the site. It says, we're excited to start early on our continuing education offerings for the 2018 credit year. Backed by popular demand, Judge David A. Carter and Billings Attorney Michael Usselberg joined forces to present Montana's landlord-tenant law. This four-hour course is approved by BBR. Now, they seem... That's pretty tight. Like, they're obviously pretty close. They teach a course together. So... they do business together. I'm sure they're probably friends. Like, I don't know. It's just another conflict of interest. But in the moment, I didn't know that. Like, I was so caught up in what was going on around me. And like I said, I was mad naive. I thought like, oh no, like, I don't know. I was just mad naive to really think that even though like they're breaking the laws that I would still win. And then I got charged with the, he, then they charged me, um, what do you call it? Attorney fees, his attorney fees. I was like the nerve y'all illegally did this court case. And then you think you're going to charge me and I'm gonna pay you like, nah, dog, that's not how, that's just not how shit works. Like, I know they, they got some bogus laws that they don't follow, But the laws of the Lord say different. What really doesn't sit right with me was there were six other people in that courtroom who were watching and knew this court case was bullshit and illegal but went along with the charade. This brings me to another point that has to do with what's going on right now. I see people raising money for bullshit causes and praising individuals like, they're heroes for doing their job. Y'all want to praise demons who don't deserve praise. You ever think these people are getting the energy they've given out? You, everybody always wants to dismiss that fact. Like, like oh, they're doing good things now. But, like I said, who are they in the dark? What are they doing when nobody's around? Like, and I'm just going to like... Cause I see, well, I'm really talking about the, um, like doctors and stuff and like the nurses. I'm like, that's their job to do what they're doing that they get paid decent. They get paid good money to save people. But with my experience, I haven't really met that many great doctors, maybe a couple, but most of them are pieces of shit they're poisoning the people they're poisoning our children and when i say that i'm talking about the vaccines they have like why would you ever need to have aborted baby in vaccinations like that makes no sense why would you ever need mercury or poisons in vaccines to give to your children you think these people don't know what they're doing you don't think they know what's in those vaccines you don't think they know it makes kids sick like really y'all really that naive you think they don't know that and if you don't believe me go do your research like i'm not i don't believe in vaccines anymore it goes against my beliefs like that's just some immoral shit i had a doctor <laughs> Well, I mean, we're on the topic of shitty motherfuckers. So, Sierra Gross of Billings, Montana, of the Billings Clinic. I was going to her because I was having issues, and she was like, "Yeah, I think you, like you have fibromyalgia, and like all this stuff." And like we made a plan out, and she was always like, "Yeah, you got this." And then I was like, "Can I get that in writing so I can give it to?" um, the people I needed to give it to. And she was like, Oh no, she wouldn't write it out to me. She totally changed her story on me. And then she said I was pill seeking, which doesn't make sense because if that was the case, she had offered me in the beginning of me going to this doctor, if I wanted to go to the pain clinic. And I was like, no, I don't want to go to the pain clinic. Let's just try um, non-narcotics and she was like oh okay cool she was so nice at first and then like I was trying all their non-narcotics and it just wasn't working like because I was I went in because for like I said she said I had fibromyalgia and so I was taking medications for that and they just they weren't working like they it it just were making me angry they were messing with my mind and then like I had called to get the last pill, the last pills, but I guess I didn't verbalize it better, good enough. And then, um, they had, I think they, they had said I was pill seeking, which I wasn't. Um, I just wanted to get that last prescription that the, she had for me to try. And, um, so when I had a meeting with her, um, one of the last meeting I had with her or appointment, sorry, not meeting at the last appointment I had with her. Um, I tried to bring it up to her and she was like, I'm not going to talk about that with you. She's like, that's irrelevant. If you like, that's irrelevant to what's going on. It really isn't because that's going on my files. You're creating this false narrative of me. That's not true, but other people are going to think it's true because you're putting in the paperwork and you're a doctor and they think that you're a good person. And I know firsthand that she's not a good person. Um, she did the typical white woman thing. She started crying. I wasn't being rude to her. I was talking to her. I was trying to get information from her, and she refused to give it to me, which didn't make sense because they were assassinating my character. And she left crying, and I was. Si- I she just walked out of the room and didn't say anything to me. And then I was sitting there for like. 10-15 minutes and then next thing you know the security comes and they were like they escorted me out but they were being rude too and I was like like I don't know almost got into it with the lady but I left I walked out and I was just like I'm talking shit to him but in a nice way I wasn't being aggressive but I was highly annoyed and then um I don't know. The cops got called, I think. And so I talked to him and he was on their side, obviously. I mean, I'm just a spick, you know what I mean? So they're going to take each other's side because they're all white. But, um, so all that happened is drama. And then I tried to call well, I I got banned. They banned me from Billings Clinic. Over nothing. I did nothing. And then I tried to call and make a complaint a few times with Billings Clinic and um they denied me. Every time I told them the situation, I told them what happened. They're like, "Oh, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound right." Like basically, that doesn't sound right and you're lying. And I wasn't. Um so my point is that <laughs> these motherfucking doctors and shit aren't good people like you guys are praising them to be. Not to say that there's not good ones out there, but they're few and far between. Like I said, they know what they're doing. They know how they're functioning. They know that they're killing people. They know that they're poisoning. I had the doctors try to get me to get my children on medication that they didn't need. And If you want to be real, like uh, back to the vaccines my daughter when she was little got so sick from the vaccinations that her skin like in the spots where they gave the shots she started boil, like they started um like boiling up and then opening and i took her i had to take her to the doctor to the er and she had to stay there and everybody was like no that's not what it is that's not what it is and then i finally got to see the do- my usual doctor at the time that I was seeing Dr. Comer, which she's a good doctor. I'm not going to lie. Well, I think she is. She was honest with me. Um, and I told her like what happened. I told her what everybody was saying. And she was like, no, it was the vaccines, but I was asleep then. You know, I didn't know. Like I didn't, they make you feel like you have to give your children these vaccines and you don't. And then when you find out what's in them, like why the fuck would you ever want to give them that? Like, they're out here trying to kill our children. This isn't me being crazy. This is me knowing because I've been through it. Anyways, I better wrap it up because, I don't know. Well, I'm just going to leave it here.